Hi and welcome to another podcast with your host Moon Khan at Raise Your Vibes. Welcome to 2022. Hope everything's going well with everybody. Hope we're all having an amazing new start and a new direction, new focus to life. This particular podcast is about surrendering and um, learning to let go, especially of some difficult things that we come across. For me personally, in 2021, surrendering was something I really had to master and it was a lesson I was being taught in many many different forms in many many different ways despite your life skills and despite your background and despite the things that happening to you um, it is a very very challenging concept and sometimes I think we don't focus on what the surrendering is teaching you and what letting go is teaching you because naturally as human beings, sometimes we don't want to let go. We want to cling on. We want to uh, cling on to hope or desperation or, you know, cling on to something that we think is right for us at that time. And perhaps it's not. Um, it might be that we are surrendering to our ego or our id, you know, or we are trying to change things, uh, whether it's predestined or whether it's an aspect of us that we really don't feel comfortable with. And we still keep cling on to it. We hope that, you know, things will change, um, an individual will change or an aspect of us is going to change. And that's where the surrendering comes in because it's not easy. So let's look at this from different aspects and why in 2021, for me personally, this was a big thing. And I know that for people around me at the time as well, people that I was helping and supporting and coaching, they also struggled with this too. Um, don't think for one second that if we're a life coach it all comes plain sailing with us no of course it doesn't how else are we going to gain wisdom if we haven't gone through those steps ourselves if we haven't walked that path ourselves if we haven't come out of it and we've learned something from it hopefully that we pass on to other individuals and we hopefully you know share that um, experience and that sort of knowledge with others and hopefully that's how you can gain wisdom. Not everybody does. Not everybody gains that wisdom and enlightenment. So that's something, you know, to think about and something to work on. So let's look at this from, say, um, a job point of view. Okay. So from a job experience point of view, it might be that you have gone for a particular promotion or you see a particular promotion coming up at your workplace um, or there is something happening, you know, like a different change, a different role. And you're trying really hard. You get yourself um, prepared. You get yourself ready with the experience. You've perhaps been doing the job for a while. Um, you've gained that momentum. You've gained that drive. And you focus now on making that career change, whether it's going up the ladder, so to speak, or you're moving departments or, you know, you want to go across a different set of skills. You're trying really hard in the interview and in the job and in the, you know, whatever it is that you need to sort of persevere to get this particular role. You're trying really hard to go for it. And unfortunately, um, you know, despite trying your best, it comes back with feedback that that job is not for you. And naturally, all of us are understandably going to be knocked back by that. You know, you're going to take it on the chin, so to speak. We're going to be quite sad or upset. Or some of us look at it as, you know, we're a failure. Some of us look at it as, well, hold on a minute. Okay, I tried my best. It didn't work. Okay, I've got some wounds that I need to lick. And 
never mind, I'll go for the next one. We all have different ways of looking at it. We'll all have different reactions and different perspectives in that regard. The main thing is looking at um, our own personal self. You know, some of us will keep trying and trying and trying and trying to go for that promotion as as and when it comes up again. And unfortunately, in many cases, for certain individuals, it just doesn't happen. Promotion doesn't happen, you know, and we get so caught up, we get so anxious, we get so annoyed, so frustrated and mad with ourselves. And we get, you know, um, in a situation where perhaps we start being venomous in a way against the person that's not given us that promotion or the company or, you know, you end up feeling quite sour. That's quite natural to feel that way. The main thing is that you look back and you reflect, you know, if you've done everything you can, if you've been prepared, if you've got the experience, you think you're good enough for the job, but someone else has got it. You have to look back and think, why? What is it? What qualities have they got that I don't have? Okay. Some individuals get to a state where they let go and they surrender and they realise that wasn't the right time for me in reflection, you know. Or hold on a minute, actually, if I had done that particular job, I'd have been spending, you know, more of my weekends on the particular job, not spending time with my family. Okay. Um, Perhaps the promotion included a small bonus, small amount of change financially, but it's not the be all and the end all. And again, this is all about our perspective and how we look at things. When we get to that stage and when we get to the stage of understanding that that wasn't for us, that job wasn't for me, it wasn't the right time, for example, you know, uh, maybe years later, months down the line, something else will come in and it fits in perfectly with other things I had planned to do. Then we're sort of understanding and surrendering that, you know, we leave it to the divine, we leave it to perfect timing, right timing, correct timing. And when we had actually initially tried to do something, it wasn't the right time. That's the that's the beauty of learning to surrender and learning to let go. It's the hard bit is letting go of that ego, letting go of that drive within ourselves and that rejection. And that's from our human conscious self where, you know, we obviously understandably are upset and we're going through the emotions and we're trying to understand why we weren't successful, you know, because we perceive um, a job interview, if we don't get it, it's a loss, we perceive it like that. We don't perceive it as, you know, this is not the right time for us. This is not the right uh, individual time for us. It's not the right promotion for us. It's not the right career path for us and so on. And in that sense, you have to step back. You have to sort of lick your wounds and you have to look at this scenario as surrendering because this was not meant for you at that time. And that's the bit that we have to work on as human beings because we instead internalise it so much to the point where we, you know, we sort of attack ourselves and we attack our personality, we attack our drive, we, t- we attack our skills and we shouldn't be doing that at all. We should be positive about that side of us. But unfa- unfortunately, quite a lot of us internalise that a bit too much, you know. We look at the negatives, not the positives. So that's not an easy thing to detach from and it's not an easy thing to surrender from because some of us do carry that baggage around. You know, we might hold on to resentment 
for example, when we see the person who's got the job promotion that we didn't get. And we also hold on to that resentment when that person perhaps isn't performing as well as we can, or we possess skills that they aren't showing. There's a reason the employer has employed that person, you know, at that time. So these these are core skills that we have to learn, and these are things that we have to hopefully uh, pick up from and hopefully um, mature from, you know. It doesn't matter how old you are physically, but the maturity comes from your wisdom and it comes from your self-gaining of that was not the right timing for me. That's where we learn that surrender. And as I said, that one is a tricky one to look at and learn from. Now, in other aspects, it could be that you've gone for a test. It could be a driving test. It could be a language test. Uh, maybe it's some some form of test that you need uh, for a visa to get into a particular country. It could be all sorts of particular, you know, things that are important to you at that time. Um, some jobs, you know, offer like, for example, an IQ test and so on. And again, you know, you could be um, trying really, really hard. You've done all the revision. You've done all the material. You've gone over it thoroughly. You've probably been obsessed with time-wise in trying to help yourself to get better and to have the skills to focus on improving yourself so that you can meet the requirements of this particular uh, paperwork or particular sort of test that you need. But when the results come out, you know, you find out that maybe in one particular area you're weak and overall you're not going to pass or overall you've passed but you haven't got the standards you need to get to that particular place. I mean, visa controls in some countries is an ideal um, sort of scenario here because you can do certain skills, certain tests to try and get yourself a particular visa for, say, for example, getting into the UK or getting into the America, Canada, Europe, so on. But it gets to the point where there's just one particular area that is not letting you get the overall grade you need. And it can be frustrating having to retake that test and do it several times before you eventually get the right qualification that you need. And it can be more frustrating when you yourself perhaps are very inept and very adapting, able to get the scores you need, but for whatever reason... On those particular days when you've taken the test or on those particular performances, you're just not getting the results that you need to get into that particular place that you need to go. And sometimes that's life's way of swaying us from going to a particular place because we become agitated as human beings. We become fixated. We become engrossed. We spend God knows how much time revising, revising, revising. We become obsessed with trying to get through that particular test to the point where we're, we're not focusing on anything else. So when we get that result, it is extremely frustrating, extremely frustrating to see that we haven't achieved the grade we thought we had. And it's a slap in our faces because we know that we've worked so hard on getting that particular grade. And it's so frustrating when the results come back and basically say they're not good enough or they're not high enough. You know, in some aspects of that test, perhaps you've done really, really well, but there's just that one area that's letting you down. And it can be so annoying 
to not get the qualification that you need because understandably you want to go and do things you want to go and study you want to go and travel you want to be with particular friends family whatever it is maybe there's a certain chapter in your life you're supposed to start in a particular country and your friends are there you know students um, prime example your friends have gone off to study you're meant to be there with them and unfortunately this result means you can't be you know that's a prime example so it, it can be very very frustrating when um, these things happen and you feel like it's holding you back and it's delaying you, you know. It's delaying you from your start, your new start. But again, when you look back at this and you reflect on this, you realise, you know, that yes, you've invested your time, you've invested your pride, your uh, resources, money financially, because some of these courses quite cost quite a bit, you know, your time obviously, but you've also neglected other aspects of yourself too in order to do this particular um, test. And it's frustrating. Trust me, it's frustrating when you keep um, failing that particular aspect and there's nothing you can do about it. You keep trying, trying, trying. So what is it we've been taught, you know? Obviously, we have to detach and we have to allow ourselves to sort of, you know, surrender to the fact that we have to let go. We have to let go of the importance of whatever this particular issue is. We have to let go of um, the outcome. We have to let go of why it's so important to us, you know, and that is not easy to do. Trust me, it is not easy to do. It's not easy to let go of that attachment. It's not easy to let go of the outcome. It's not easy because this particular situation, this issue is clearly important to us and it's important for our growth and it's important for our next journey in life when we want to do well but that's all the more reason why we have to surrender it's all the more reason why we have to stand back and the more we take a break you know you could have been for example doing these tests repeatedly every month you know and financially you've spent that money time-wise you've spent that money and, you know, you've neglected certain things. And it becomes to the point where it's all you do. It's all you think about. So what you do, do instead to in order to surrender is let it go. Yes, there are deadlines. Yes, there's deadlines for visas. There's deadlines for entries. There's deadlines for courses. But sometimes you have to really do take a step back. Now, it could be that you take a step back for a couple of months and surrender. It could be that you learn to let go for a year you know you might decide okay look I'm gonna just I'm just gonna switch off I'm gonna do other things and it's obviously not working you know and when you surrender in that respect and you just let go of certain things and focus on other aspects of your life things hopefully you know um calm down and that momentum that drive that ego that need for control steps in and takes a seat back and you also learn that there's other things that you need to focus on yourself. You need to focus on you. You need to focus on your own drive. You need to focus on, you know, other aspects of yourself that are far more important. And that's what's important. You know, it's important that you to take a step back. And when you've done that, when you've learned to let go and you've learned to surrender, you'll find that when you come to do the particular test again at the right time again, you'll find your whole momentum is a little bit more chilled and a bit more relaxed and a little bit more focused on you and focused on aspects that you need to, um, you know, 
persevere with and focus on. So that's that's where we're coming from. And in some cases, um, I, I've known a friend of mine do this where her and her fiancé were going to go and study in the UK and were both trying really, really hard to pass their eyelets. And for various reasons, uh, the two of them tried numerous times to pass the particular test. Um, unfortunately, they didn't get the levels that they needed to and they kept trying and trying and trying and kept you know, getting frustrated, understandably, and trying to do their best to get into study you know, so they could do their master's. And um, they held it off for a little while, despite the frustrations. They ended up getting married. And then unfortunately, within a very short space of time, very short space of time, unfortunately divorced. Okay, and um, that was understandably a very difficult time that they both went through. And it's only when um, the divorce came through and healing went through and um, my female friend actually then tried again, you know, she wanted to rebuild her life again and start again. She actually applied um, to do the eyelets and this time succeeded. And, you know, upon reflection, um, when she was looking back and, you know, she can sort of see things a bit more clearly, she wasn't meant to be with th that husband at the time, that partner at the time. She wasn't meant to go and study with him. She was meant to do it by herself all along. And sometimes it, it, it took her, you know, nearly a year and a half to sort of figure that out in a very, very difficult way, you know, in a very difficult way. Understandably, nobody wants to get married and then divorce within a short space of time, Okay. But unfortunately, these things do happen to us. It's part of our life cycles, unfortunately. And we live and learn. Um, but she, when she eventually surrendered and realised that her journey was about her, it flowed. It all came through. Now, another aspect of that, you know, in regards to, like, relationships and letting go and surrendering, these are the most difficult aspects that we face. And these are the difficult... Um, areas that we often find testers the most you know I, I can relate to this myself last year very very difficult circumstances trying very hard to divorce and to separate and you know let go of um, an ex-partner even though they've made life extremely difficult and you uh, are surrendering to your lawyers or the judge or um, you know your family your friends uh, the people around you you are surrendering to all those different dynamics because this divorce, for example, is not necessarily in your hands. You're relying on someone else making the decisions about whether you can leave uh, that marriage that you've been in for a numerous amount of years, you know, and you're trying really hard to um, focus on yourself. You're trying really hard to step back. You're trying hard to detach. And all the while, the other partner obviously is making life very, very difficult, making sure you don't leave for various reasons, whatever they are. These are not easy aspects to surrender to that's what i'm getting at you know we don't necessarily see all these different dynamics that some of us are facing and as and when we are in situations where perhaps a new relationship or a new friendship or a new uh, romance is in our midst you know we are looking at that aspect of wow this person's amazing i want this relationship to work out with them Again, you're on this different um, level and different extreme of uh, surrendering because we want a particular outcome with that person. We want to be either with them or without them. And we, again, cling on to this whole aspect of um, they're for us, they're for us, they're for us. And you have to understand that 
Any relationship comes with free will. Any person comes with free will. Yes, we know that. We understand that. But there are times when our ego doesn't let us separate that, you know. Sometimes we are so determined to have that person in our life, to have that connection, to have that bond. And uh, sometimes it comes with quite a lot of intensity, whether we mean to have that intensity or not, whether it's just happened or that it's there. Um, you know, we don't know. All right. And all these different aspects can happen to us and all these different uh, dynamics can happen to us. So sometimes that aspect, you know, it could be that you've had a friend for a numerous amount of years, a friendship, and you want to now take it to another level and that person just doesn't want to or they're not ready or whatever the different scenarios are. And again, you know, when we're when we're sort of like fixated on making that happen, we are not letting go. We're holding on. And we're holding on and we're holding on. And this is what I'm saying to you, that these are parts of surrendering and letting go that um, are very difficult because, you know, understandably, emotionally, we are, without realising it, hurting ourselves. You know, we're vulnerable as well. When we're in this situation where we've, we've you know, put, our, put ourselves out there and said, hey, I like you, you know, that's a really raw, vulnerable position to be in to accept that... Um, part of us you know and it can go in different ways that person's either going to want us or they're going to reject us and so on and it can have lots of different dynamics and obviously understandably the rejection bit can be quite hard if that happens because you know we sometimes we don't want to accept that we still cling on going no you know you must be with me and so on and we're all guilty of this at some level one way or another we've all done it I'm sure where you know we hold on to that relationship we hold on to that dream we hold on to what can be between us. We hold on to that chemistry. We hold on to that notion that this person is for us. But perhaps it's not for us right now at this moment in time. Or maybe it's not meant to be for us full stop. That's something that we all have to work on. And we have to realise one way or another what that's meant to be. And, you know, in some different scenarios, you can have one person that's very awoke uh, very knowledgeable, very in tune with their spiritual spirituality. They understand themselves better than anybody. They understand the complex dynamics of their soul and their soul journey, not just the physical, but their soul journey. And, you know, the other person isn't really awoke, as we say, you know. And all these other aspects of dynamics too happen because, you know, I'm a great believer that people that come into our lives, they're there for a reason. They're connected to us for a reason. We're there to have lessons from them. They're there to have lessons from us. And there's a reason they've come into our space. There's a reason that we hold that space for them, you know. So when it comes to, say, for example, you know, that friendship has ended or that relationship with them is ended, it's very hard to detach and let go because, you know, we have invested our time, our energy, our love, our connection. You know, we've, we've dropped our ego. We've surrendered because we've told that person as well how we feel that's part of surrendering you know you might not look at it like that but it is it is part of surrendering and this is what i'm saying to you all of you are going to have different aspects of this you know when you're looking back and reflecting but the main thing is you know if you look at everything i've discussed today if you look at it as in going into 2022 you know do you want to go into that 2022 holding it holding on to the baggage of last year i certainly don't there, there are regrets I'm going to have. There are things that I am going to be upset about. There are things that I am going to be holding back over personally and think I shouldn't have done that. 
or I should have done this actually and I should have done it this way and so on you know but it's up to me as a person to reflect upon that and to be introspective and to look at that and focus on myself and focus on my healing journey and focus on my future and focus on my needs and my wants and my desires without hurting anyone else in the progress and that's the thing that you've got to learn about this journey of surrendering there are always going to be different layers to it you know almost like an onion you've got to peel back and peel back and peel back the layers and just as you think you're at the core you're not you have to strip back the layers some more and work on other things that approach you and other aspects that approach you this is where meditation is very useful for that and reflection is very useful for that when we step back but not everybody does that that's the other part of the journey that not everybody understands so just to sum up and to recap before we finish you know look at your aspect of this journey, look at your aspect of this particular aspect of life and have a think about how you can move forward, you know, how would you go, go forward in regards to surrendering and letting go. Maybe in 2022 you come across these particular challenges or obstacles and the things that you have to face. Well, I wish you the best of luck. I wish you the best of luck and I hope some of the things that I've said resonate with you and help you to strive forward and help you persevere. All right? Take care. God bless. Sending you big blessings and healing. Sending lots of joy for 2022. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to Raise Your Vibes with Maroon Khan. Bye-bye for now.